Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 598 for the week of August 28th, 2021. I'm Chris Privetier, bringing you the week's RPG news, reviews, and uh, other miscellany. Joining me today, I have two, two co-hosts for you. Ah, ah, ah. First, Anna Marie Privetier. Good morning. And second, Kelly Ryan. Apparently our cat is a guided missile. What? How does that work? <laughs> so Alice tried to jump into Vaughn's arms the other day. And it was very much, this cat is coming at me at 90 miles an hour. How do I stop this? And he, like, caught her in midair. Well, there you go. And luckily for him, um Did he feel like he was in large, the Matrix? Yeah. Yeah, it, like, time slowed down. And luckily for him, Alice is not a very huge cat, but she's also very clawy when she can't get her footing. So, it, yeah, he, she caught a cat bullet in midair. It was the most fascinating thing I had ever seen. Nice. He wanted me to tell you about the Alice missile. That's very appropriate. Anna, do you have any missiles to talk about? Um, no, but it was kind of funny. I was recording a podcast for um one of my clients yesterday, and every single cat wandered into the frame at some point or another. Well, that's what they do. That's their job. Everybody was very entertained by it. I mean, Good. you didn't have a cat missile, but you had a cat dive bomb, apparently, because that when Scamper jumped off the shower head oh, yeah. that video, you sent me. Yeah. So, like, five o'clock in the morning the other day, all we hear is clang, 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 and, like, all sorts of stuff falling into the tub. And we are like, what? what is going on in our house? And I get up and I pull out my camera because I want to see what it is. And I walk into the bathroom and sure enough, it is Scamper on the top of the shower head. And then he immediately missiles down from it because he got caught. Yeah, I noticed that Scamper's getting a little plump in that yeah, video. Yeah, we, we think that's actually digestive issues. We oh. think he's bloated. And I also recall, so so Jack has never gotten on the shower head, but when he was a baby, when I would go to Vaughn's apartment, I would just hear like, it sounded like all oh, hell was breaking loose in the bathroom. And I go in there and Jack's got the zoomies in the tub. You yeah, know, our like, cats love water. Well, yeah. to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. And not as much as they used to. Well, Scamper still likes water. He yeah. He wants to be able to turn on water and play in the water. Mm-hmm. So... Makes me wonder what he's got in him. Part mm. Maine Coon or something. Or what some cats. I think like Maine Coons and Bengals. I like think he's water. part plumber. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, when Jack would get the zoopies in the tub, it would sound like just utter chaos. And it's like, no, he's just doing laps. And <laughs> I, I, I see like, is that, is your cat okay? Like, no, he just likes to run around in the tub, apparently. Okay. Bottom line, cats are weird, but we love them. They all are. Alrighty. Well, now for something less interesting. What have you been playing for video games? Um, so I have been insanely, insanely busy with work this week, so I haven't streamed at all. Yeah, what's up with that? Uh the Your work. audience demands oh my you. gosh. So much work this week. Audience demands you. Um, but light at the end of the tunnel. I'm I'm actually going to be switching jobs at the start of October, which I am pretty excited for. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Yep. 
So um, the thing that I've actually been playing a lot of this week is uh, Cozy Grove hit the Apple Arcade. And so um, Cozy Grove is great. It's like Animal Crossing, but it has a pretty strict limit on the amount of things that you can do. And I'm so, like Animal I'm like Animal Crossing. Unlike Animal where Crossing, like... where like you could seriously play it for twelve hours and still have stuff left to do. Cozy Grove. The idea is is you're on an island, um, the island is haunted, you're uh, a a cozy scout who helps ghosts figure out why they're still stuck in the world. And so you help them resolve their problems. And why are so, you playing this instead of Spirit Fair? Um because this is readily available on my phone and very easy to pick up and put down. Oh, all right. So, yeah, it's great. I've been enjoying it. It's been like that perfect game where I, in fact, can pick it up and put it down as as I need. And so, like, in the morning, I'll do all of my social media work while I'm waking up and lying in bed and waking up, and then I'll play some Cozy Grove, and that makes me happy. So that's been my gaming this week. Is there a giant rectangular fox on your campground? Yep. Yeah, okay. so these are all square bears, and square then bears. the guy who uh, the guy who sells you stuff is a square fox. Okay, this game looks really cute. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, it's free on Apple Arcade, but honestly, it's on Switch and a bunch of other systems, and it's fantastic. Like, I I enjoy it. I I like that it has sort of. The, structured play because i think that's the thing that started turning me off of animal crossing it's like i have so many things that i can do that i have some choice paralysis about what i should do yeah after i finished the because i finished the museum up pretty much all i had left to get was the um all of the art which you know you have like an rng every two weeks to even get right and I I was kind of done this year after I got everything, and I'm able to say I'm glad animals in this version don't move away because if I boot it back up in a year and Raymond is gone, I'm gonna cry. Yep. So yeah, that's that's I've been playing a little bit of Dragon Quest Tact, and um because I decided to come back to the game for the six month anniversary, so I switched phones and my like months ago like not long after the game started and Mm -hmm. my data didn't properly save for reasons that still baffle me. And so I had to start over, but since I started during the six month um, celebration, I was able to catch up and surpass where I was very quickly. I'm having fun. Oh, good. Good. I, I, I kind of bailed on that game pretty quick. Not for lack of trying, it just didn't hold my interest. Yeah, no, and I mean, it's going to be one of those things where it, you're either going to click with it or or you just won't. And I mean, there's uh, no it's a gotcha judgment game. on either way. Let's not cut it any other way. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they grab you and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. I I played Record Keeper for, what, four years Yeah, we straight? played Record Keeper for a long time. Um. So I, I'm sad you didn't get to any more World Ends with you. Oh, I want you so much. But not that much. Because, I'm on day five of week two, and stuff happens. Yeah, so I'm on <laughs> week three, day two. Wait, so I'm wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm week, did I, I don't know if I said it right. I said week three, day five. You said week two, so. Okay, no, well, i sorry. I misspoke week three, week three day five. 
yeah. I can't say anything about it. Yeah, wait till it's I catch a, up and then we'll talk. Uh, let's just say I'm using the entire controller now. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which d doesn't help my button mashing habit. Oh, no, at all. I, I am. You're not supposed to button mash, but you bet I do. Anna totally button mash. I do. I just sit there. It's like slam, 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 slam. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad I'm not playing this on Switch because I think I would be driving Vaughn up up the wall with my. It is very loud on the mm -hmm. Switch. Chris can confirm. <laughs> it is very loud on the Switch. And I'm sure the haptics don't help. Yeah, I'm constantly like, "Are we getting phone calls? What is going on?" <laughs> yeah, I try not to play it in bed because it is loud. See, I have the Hori controller because it's a little bit more ergonomic, and that one doesn't buzz. Yeah, okay. Well, that seems bad. So, like, like this thing's meant to buzz. You're meant. It's supposed to be like you're getting a phone buzz. Yeah, but I um some games that are that use the shoulder buttons a lot. You know, the Hori controller has those buttons that you can map on the back, mm. and I find that that kind of helps my hands a little bit because I have trouble reaching the back shoulder buttons sometimes especially if it's an action game i don't know if this is just a me problem or not yeah i don't know but i did manage to get the top prize in all three of the uh shibuya scrambles oh yeah that was i, I turf bet wars. with a full roster of people it's a lot easier I, I even managed to do it with five people and i just found a killer pen combination oh nice that um, so I could like do it within get the limit within two zones and then just go face roll the rest of them and got max points. Chris is playing the music in my headphones and I'm like singing along to it. Yeah, the the song music in that game is catchy. I've I've had some chance. of the give rock me, themes. Give me chance. I've had some of the rock themes and some of the synthwave themes stuck in my head all week. Um I need to go see if the uh, soundtrack is available, like on Spotify or something. Because yeah, the, the music in that game is just amazing. Um, the fifth fifth party member, I'm a huge fan of, by the way. And I I, oh, I want to know I where them. I can get. Yeah, I want to know where I can get her hoodie. It is very cute. I like that the tail is prehensile. <laughs> if uh, if Squeenix ever makes a version of that hoodie, I'm buying it. Me too. That says that makes people know exactly who it is. So I don't know why I'm being vague. <laughs> it's it's been fun PMing you with different revelations. Like yes. oh, oh, oh my god, that character is a content stealer. He's the worst. Oh, <laughs> that man is the worst. You can't steal content on the internet and claim it is yours. That's just internet jail prime there. Notice we're not saying who it is, just what they did. Um, yeah, I, I'm loving that game. I was hoping to finish it this week, but these last couple of chapters have been kind of dense. Yeah, they, they do um, get start to get long in the third week. Mm -hmm. um, I thought I had something else to say about it, but now I'm blanking. It, it, it's certainly been a fun game. It has made me wish I would have uh, refreshed my memory on the first game, though, because it calls back to it quite a bit. It does, yeah. You you don't want to play Neo without playing the original game. Yeah. 
And I, I finished my other game this week, which was Narita Boy. Um, d- did I talk about Narita Boy at all last week? Mm, I don't remember. So Narita Boy is a, uh, it's a plat- action platformer on the, on a whole bunch of different systems. And I bought it expecting it to be a um, Metroidvania. And it ended up being a little bit more like, I want to say like a Prince of Persia or a flashback, like one of those story driven um, action platformers where you kind of get from place to place. And that's kind of the point. And there's, I mean, there's combat, but the combat is more skill focused than necessarily like progression focused. And man, Narita boy, that, that was one of those stories that kind of hit, hit me a little bit. Um, I think Chris looked at the trailer last week and saw that it was like, yeah, very sword and sorcery mm-hmm. um, kind of stuff. The, the the premise of the game is very is Tron, um, where a programmer's memories get erased by this evil virus, and you're a random kid that goes into the system to help um, restore all of the creator's memories, and all of like all of his memories are kind of sad, but have a point. And by the end of the game, I was kind of touched a little bit. Um, I, I, I don't really know how much else to get into it without spoilers. The uh, combat you get to was surf pretty... on a floppy disk. Yes. Yes. You get to surf on a floppy disk. You also get to ride around on a computer horse. Yeah. That, that computer horse se- sequence is very uh turbo tunnel from um, battle toads. Reminiscent, and and yeah, this game has a pixel art style with a, and it's supposed to look like you're playing it on an old CRT monitor. Um, do, I think I said this last week. Do not play it if you have photosensitivity because it is very flashy. <laughs> like I don't even have photosensitivity, photosensitivity, and some of that stuff was kind of making me blink my eyes a little bit. Um. And and yeah, it was just a beautiful kind of touching game. My only real complaint about it was um, because there's combat, some of the controls can be a little bit fiddly. And there was a boss fight towards the end that I was like ready to put my Switch controller through the wall. Um, <clears throat> that, that particular boss fight was kind of reminiscent of the Rock Titan in Mega Man. And I was having a hell of a lot of trouble trying to like dodge the items to be able to hit the boss but really fun beautiful game i i picked it up on sale for like 12 bucks and for me that was kind of the perfect price for it um i really don't know how much else to sell it i showed it to you chris and you looked like you were interested interested yep yeah it's it's beautiful you know I, i wouldn't be the least bit surprised if this comes to game pass at some point me neither. So, so yeah, that that's pretty much all I played, and now I'm kind of like in a holding pattern until Katara Fables comes out. That's what next week or the week after? Yeah, I think it's Friday. Yeah. I think it's Friday. Guitar Fables. Guitaria yeah, Fables. K i t a r i a. Right. Okay. Um. I'm hoping that I'll finish uh, World Ends With You. The one where you play as a kitty and it's another Harvest Moon Lake. Yep. 
The, the uh, art no, style. No, it's a Rune Factory like, I guess. Yeah. The art style really reminds me of um, Fantasy Life. Oh yeah, that's true. To which um, Platy and I were like reminiscing about Fantasy Life this week, and both of us put around a hundred hours into that game. Yeah, Chris and I both plowed a lot of time into that game. The first one. Yeah. I mean, the second one. Did the second one ever even come out here? Oh, I don't know. Was it mobile only? Yeah. Oh, right. And I need to apparently pick up the DLC for Fantasy Life at some point. Because oh, wasn't the, the fans, DLC... The DLC was great. Wasn't it also like another 100 hours? It was if you significant. To, if you wanted to max it all out, yeah. Yeah, I, I need to... Well, I say I need to put up Fantasy Life again, but it sounds like I'm getting a pseudo-sequel with Kataria Fables anyway, so... Fantasy Life we, we were, had the had the no point to its end game thing going on though. So Yeah. Um that was my one complaint about the game, even though um supposedly the reason why it was like that was said that you could finish the game as a farmer mm. and be okay. Great. So I I I get it, but God, yet, you, you, but then what's the point of all these other cool classes yeah <laughs> god watching that gameplay footage you have up now i want this game in my hands yeah it doesn't look bad at all when when's this coming out what's it coming out for um everything and friday okay i'm pretty sure at least steam and switch you just went from everything to steam and switch well i said you know i honestly couldn't remember See, we got PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Okay. So no Apple Arcade. Is it on Game Pass? Probably not, right? No, no, sta- no Stadia. Who even or cares does anything if come- it is? Yes, things do come out on Stadia, sadly. You know, uh, I, I I probably could have picked up the review code for this, but I couldn't guarantee a review. Mm. And then poor Matt got stuck with another similar game. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that that's my week in a nutshell. I'm uh September's going to be game rich, it seems. Yes. So I'm going to be playing that and I'm going to be playing Tales of Arise. Oh, um cool. That's a lot of game that you'll be playing. Were you going to pick up Kataria K- Fables, Anna? Yes. But I don't know if I'm going to pick it up right away, just because I am busy this month. Ah. Nope, no worries. can play a demo right now on Steam. I do not know if your progress carries over, though. No, it doesn't matter. I've got the physical Switch version pre-ordered. Well, there you go. There's already DLC announced. <laughs> Looks like it's all cosmetic. Yeah, th- this is one of those ones that feels like I'd, I'd have to play it on Switch Ooh. just to be able to have it portably and be able to uh, suspend. If you want to be a black cat, it's 99 cents. Oh, there's D- there's cat color DLC. Yep. Oh, cosmetic, though. Oh, can, can you be an orange cat by default? You could be a blue cat, Siamese, Bengal. I'm loading it all up. I get you the, I'll get you the download on the DLC. You can get... Uh, what is this called? Sakura. So it's kind of a peach blossom color cat. This one is pink mythical wings for your cat. This one is just a black cat. This one is evil horns for your cat. And this one is phantom wings for your cat. 
This one is a blue cat skin. And this one is a blue mythical wings. And this one is a Siamese, so a color point skin. Um, this one is a bangle color, a bangle like tabby pattern. And this one is a straw hat fair cat. <laughs> okay, I'm done. So I don't you can care. be a, <laughs> There's a more. pirate. This is stupid. And, <laughs> Anna, which one of these cats will net me a million bucks? Mm. Uh, no comment. Go go to mooncat.community <laughs> right now. Buy, buy your mooncat uh, and oh. sell it on the digital blockchain. Wait. Wait, wait, wrong cats. All right. No, Henry works are, for the Mooncat people. Are tuxedo cats that look like a cartoon worth anything? Because Alice could be a good moon cat. On the moon, um, all black and white cats are like exceedingly valuable. Yeah, they're called Genesis cats. Yeah, those are and like the rarest, most expensive ones there are. Oh. So my, tu- my actual tuxi is a Genesis cat. Yep. What about a Mega Drive cat? Oh, what? <laughs> it just uh, it just pay euros for it, and then it's a Mega Drive cat, Kelly. All right, <laughs> that's how that works. I'm sorry, I'm being extra sassy. I like that this Anna morning. doesn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing a video game, everybody. What have you been playing? I've been sticking with Nocturne. Ah, my my were... main character in Nocturne is level eighty one. And how far are you in the game? Uh, I'm in the obelisk, so I don't know how far that is. Yeah, that's how far I got before I gave up. You were bitching about a uh, block puzzle last night. I did a guide for it. That block puzzle arcade game, screw that thing. Oh, that one. I forgot about that one. Yeah, it's 20 levels of annoying, terrible gameplay that I don't want to ever interact with again in my life. Jack Jack Frost Sokoban, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but not fun Sokoban. <laughs> I completely blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, I don't know. I, some, it was not it was not grooving with me, and it just made me mad. Because <laughs> because I was gonna say some of the uh, teleportation puzzles later on, you're gonna seethe. Oh, great! Yeah. So I have been. I picked up the um I picked up the stupid uh the the DLC for the XP map and the money map and then uh-huh. of course the free DLC for the merciful difficulty and what I've been doing is basically just doing whatever feels good for the moment that I'm in so I'm sticking to normal difficulty for the most part but I've been grinding up some money and some experience on normal difficulty to unlock some demons and be able to fuse higher level demons and have lots of money to pay for demon fusing and to be able to afford Magatamas from vendors. Um, And lo and behold, that led to me being level 81 with a bunch of level 70 plus demons. And I'm really, really strong at physical attacking now because... I maxed out my strength and then I maxed out my vitality. And then I just <laughs> kind of wandered to this door inside one of the early areas. They're like, yeah, if you can open that door, there's really str- something strong in there. I'm like, oh, let's try it. I'm like, you open the door. Cool. Is this really, was this meant to be hard? And like, I got this end game Magatama from it that made me even stronger. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so it's like, okay, cool. So I mean, I, I'm, I'm punch cat now. I punch things, they die. <laughs> I sort of did this back in the day, but really the only thing I did was use a game shark to give me plenty of money mm. since money is just such a hassle and 
traditionally in SMT games and yeah, giving this yourself, one especially. Yeah. Giving yourself a whole bunch of money gives you You need money to a... heal. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's so, not balanced. And I'm no, and, and that's what been. people are there for, I guess, but that would not be an enjoyable experience for me. But with all these things in here, so like if a if a dungeon gets super long and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't fully explore it and I need to go back down three floors and take a left instead of a right to see if there are any treasure chests that I care about. I'm turning it on to merciful difficulty just so the encounter rate drops dramatically and I can go and do that exploration and it's more fun and it's making me enjoy the game. So, so I'm not crazy. The encounter rate is significantly dialed down. Significantly dialed down on merciful. Um, with the exception, I think of the Amala, um, labyrinth. I don't think it goes lower there, but the fights are still easier on merciful. So it doesn't matter. Um, either way. Uh, it might actually still be. So it's hard to tell sometimes. Sometimes even on merciful or on normal, you'll like get in a fight and then two steps later be in another fight, and you're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Is this area different?" Because <laughs> man, you know, bravely default had it right from the get go to like separate difficulty and encounter rates so that you can dial that into whatever you well, felt like. They had to do something with merciful because the encounter rate's so low. That what they do is they massively increase the amount of XP and money you get to make okay. up for the fact that you're in few, fewer fights. So if you weren't switching back and forth, you'd like never get it. You know, yeah. <laughs> if, if it was still the original XP and money rate, you'd get nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's actually kind of skewed a bit much. So you could just kind of merciful is broken. So if you're going to just play on Merciful, you don't need the money or the XP DLC at all, period. You don't need to spend the $7 on it. Um, so combining the two is just like, lol, I'm the Demi Fiend. You all need to bow to me, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So I'm and going yeah, through this. That sounds yeah. like that's yeah. fun. <laughs> and I'm going through this Amala Labyrinth thing, which it turns out this was something that was added in, um, like a version of the game we didn't get in the US originally. Okay. So like this whole thing, and you're like interacting with Lucifer and. And talking and it's it's like towards it's a path of like kill all these really hard bosses to unlock us extra special ending. Um, so I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and that's then, what you need the fairy for. OK, yeah. And I'm going to YouTube um, kind of the regular endings, I guess, to see what I missed. <laughs> and like so far, all the regular ending options are completely non appealing to me. So it's like, well, screw it. I'm just going to go full demon. <laughs> Yeah, that was one of my problems with the initial game was that all the regular the ending I got was the normal ending. I and haven't it was seen like, all of them yet. Like, there's a couple NPCs I still haven't hooked up with, so maybe I'll like one of them. But so far, no. Or rather, I think because I went the neutral route, I got the Dimmy Fiend ending, and mm. it was just like this is the most unsatisfying ending I've ever had for there, a seventy-hour game. There is like the regular demon ending. It sounds like is the worst ending that you can get. It's like the most boring one. Um, maybe you fell into that because you didn't yeah, I think enough I did. of the other ones, and that would suck, it sounds like. You don't want yeah. that one. Because <laughs> um, I, I have a tradition, we're going to Colorado in October, and whenever we do a Colorado road trip, I always bring uh, play a Shimagami Tensei game. Because just through, through circumstances, every time we've ever went there, there's always been a new SMT game out. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, I'd have to wait until November to do this tradition, but 
I'm just going to do it with uh, SMT3. With nothing, yeah. Yeah, and I don't yeah, know. you should have fun. Just... Yeah, get the, yeah. and get uh, load up the DLC before you go so you have all the options that you need, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. Just have fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I played it a little bit when it came out because I think it came out like on the same week as Monster Hunter Stories 2 and ended up going with uh, Stories 2 instead. Um, but I'm probably going to start over and do, like do what you did, use the DLC maps to just give myself all kinds of money and EXP and then punch things. Yeah. Which is good until you find something that blocks physical. Oh. <laughs> make sure you have some options in your in your party <laughs> doesn't happen often but when it happens it's frustrating like what do you mean you won't die if i punch you <laughs> that's your job i punch you you die um that's why you always keep a couple of demons on hand yep do your dirty work uh well and also to give you extra turns um oh, what was i gonna say yeah this game uh so nocturne is like let me know like oh this is basically where all of Persona's model and battle system and stuff came from. And I don't know how much of it's from SMT1 or 2, but like, oh my gosh. Like, the whole spell system layout is the same as the Persona games. The way you inherit spells into demons is the same as the Persona games. The Or at least Persona 3 or later. I don't... Maybe 1 or 2 are different. I don't know. But then, like... You got all the same spell names, obviously, because the you know that's mm-hmm. the same SMT naming system. But like uh, the stats, the the fusing, the uh, what is it? The thing where you know the way they evolve, and also the models themselves. Like they haven't changed the way these things look in like twenty years. What the hell? <laughs> oh, I- I think this one came out on PS2 before either of the Persona games did. Yeah, but it's obvious they used a lot of the models for, like, Persona 3 and oh, 4, right? I, I, I'm sure they recycled a ton of stuff from this. So it's just, like, it has that look that I associate with Persona, um, given that out of the three modern Persona <laughs> games, two of them were PS2 games, and so was this. So they all kind of look alike, right? Um, yeah, well, I, I mean, if if you want to trigger some uh, SMT fans, go say, "Hey, this game reminds me a lot of Persona." <laughs> see, see what kind of reaction you get. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, so all of this came from here, and or maybe the first, um, maybe the, the second Persona game. I don't know, um, but uh, or maybe the original SMT games. I don't, th- I don't know if all that stuff. SMT 1, 2, and Persona 1, 2, if you were to look at all that, do they they don't look like this game at all, right? No, yeah. they were sprite-based. Well, yeah, and... one and two, yeah, SMT 1 and 2 were SNES games, right? So they're very different, first-person mm-hmm. dungeon crawlers. Um, but the Personas were, I only have some idea from the uh, PSP remakes, which I guess looked a lot different, so I don't know. See, the first Persona was first-person with isometric battles and those were sprite base and then the second one ditched the first person look but still kept the isometric oh, battles. right there's two persona twos aren't there yeah. and <sighs> then i can't remember if the two avatar tuner games came out first before smt3 on the ps2 or not like the fusion stuff is that all did that all start with nocturne i guess is my real question then i don't know <laughs> No, you've always been able to fuse demons okay. in SMT. All right. That's been from the get-go. 
But still, like, I'm sitting here like, oh, man, there's all these improvements to the fusion system in the later games, or at least the later Persona games, that is, that I wish I had. But then it's making me wonder, like, what have I been missing over in the SMT4 and 5, or the SMT4, the other SMT4, <laughs> and and or <coughs> SMT Strange Journey? And then I go look at those, I'm like, those don't look like this at all. No, they're, they're very different. And it's like, SMT4 is more of a first-person thing, right? So... Uh, lots of sprites, if nothing else. Uh, yeah, though SMT4 is third person. Oh, okay. Uh, Strange Journey was originally going to be four, but then they decided no, but then put four on a handheld anyway. So why they had trepidation for that, I don't oh, know. Okay, yeah, so here, SMT4. All right, this looks like SMT3's overworld as I'm walking around. And it mm-hmm. is third person as you're interacting, and then you get... Oh, they give you the option to attack and start a fight with a demon in a different way, so that's new versus three. Um, mm-hmm. But then you get in the fight, and everything's sprite-based, and it's like, what? We're all the three yeah. models. And it's like, well, lol, this is a DS. Yeah. Um, I if, if I were you, I wouldn't touch four with the... With what the about 10-foot? 4A? 4A yes. is really good. Is it? We're doing I, a backtrack. It still doesn't look a. like three, though, and I don't. I don't know. I just if, don't if know. You're gonna, I, hmm. I mean, four is four A is a direct sequel to four, but you really don't need to play four in order need to, to get like, it. Play halfway through four to figure out to get to the part where four A branches off. Nope. No, you don't care. Nope. Okay. No, four A is directly after four, and yeah. it presumes you took the neutral ending, which it literally explains to you. Okay. Yeah. No, four A was a good game, but um, that final—I've showed you that final area map. Um, well, you know what, Curtis, I, we're doing. You know, I'll tell you what. The problem is these are on 3DS, and it hurts mm-hmm. me when I play a 3DS game, and I don't mean emotionally. I mean physically. Like holding the 3DS hurts. Having the Switch controllers and splitting those up to my each side of my body—it just—it's easier for me to play games. So I kind of don't care. I don't think I'm going to play four at all or well, four. Uh, eight. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, why don't you wait until we do our backtrack in two weeks and mm-hmm. then we'll talk it up and then you can decide. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's what's been coming out of Nocturne is like, well, what else is going on in the SMT series that I need to care about? And the answer is maybe, maybe nothing, nothing, maybe something. <laughs> yeah, it's not, been, so, it's not very definitive. SMT five is what's coming up. <laughs> Though I, I will say if you are if you are curious, even though you said the three DS hurts you, mm-hmm. I would play Strange Journey because mm-hmm. Strange Journey was a damn good game that kind of takes it back. I don't to like old its school. music. Well, I guess I don't oh. like this one's music. Never mind. So I, I thought I didn't like Nocturne's music, but that you know what I've been doing every day. I have to listen to the Overworld theme once. I don't know why. <laughs> so, I it's the same composers like the Persona games, right? Mm-hmm. I think it is. So, I think. Could be wrong. I think the answer for me is just to sh- not worry about it and wait for five. I think that's the uh-huh. right answer here. Because um, that'll have that same look, feel, and that'll be fine. And that glorious uh, hair. I think you ought to play Strange Journey Redux, but I, that's only because I stand for that game. Because Wait, which, it's one's my re- which one's Redux? Oh, did the they 3DS remake to the Switch? No, the 3DS oh, remake. That's the 3DS remake. Yeah, Strange Journey was originally DS. I don't want to play a 3DS game. I don't want to play a DS game. Oh, it's so good, though. Anna told me all about the story there, though. 
I'm good. Okay. I know it's just so good. I, I, I think about booting, rebooting that up every single day. It was so good. Is it? Yeah. You have, you have to wear those weird helmets. Yeah. Which I guess you wear in four as well. Huh? The black samurai wears those helmets. Hmm. Mm. I gotta find a video now. Oh, right, Nintendo's age gating me. Yeah, one of the few M-rated uh, 3DS games. Nice. We have. Mm-hmm. 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 This is big. All right. Well, that's this is great audio content. So. I, I'm sorry. I just. <laughs> I. I just, any any time I can get anybody to play Strange Journey Redux is a good. I think time Anna has I, it, unless she sold yeah. it. Yeah. I think we may have sold it. Okay. Well, oh no. It's fine. I I have enough things to play, Kelly. It's fine. I know. <laughs> I know. It's just I I love SMT, if you guys can't tell. I can uh, tell. You didn't get anybody to play SMT. Any of the series is just fun. And you know, it's the SNES ones are really hard to go back to because they're obtuse. And I do like the first person dungeon crawl aspect of that series and kind of miss it. So the fact that Strange Journey went to that just says volumes. Say that again. But uh, say that first part again. So SMT uh I can't remember Strange what I said. Journey or SMT 1 so, and 2? Yeah, SMT 1 and 2 are very obtuse and hard to get into, but are pretty decent games. And that's why I like Strange Journey so much, because it went back to that gameplay, but also Got improved okay. a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, understood. Yeah, so. But I, I understand why people like the Persona series, too, because Persona is um, a lot more accessible. Yeah. So, Just you know, a little it's, bit, it's all huh? about what you're... All about what your tastes are. Oh, you know what you ought to play, Chris? You ought to try the uh, Devil Survivor games. Oh, yeah? They're 3DS. Yeah, they're... Mm. Why should but I play really... those? Those are the ones that... Isn't that the one? another one of these I'm playing on a time frame games? Yeah, they're TRPGs. And every sort of action they you look... take they are? takes up a period of time. They yes. look like first-person battle system here. Nope. Devil Survivor? It's um, it's tactical, but your little parties are uh, three demon parties. Oh, okay. Weird. No, this is a Nana game. I loved them both. <laughs> and I like... played them on both DS and 3DS. <laughs> and I got different endings every time. Wow. Is one of these based off... <sighs> okay. There's a lot of SMT games, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, so where do the Digital Devil Sagas fit in? Are those Pokemon? No. They are, um, they're kind of their own thing. Yeah, because there was Digital Devil Saga Soul Hackers, which was its own thing. I think it was a first person. Soul Hackers, yeah. Soul Hackers is a... Saturn game, isn't it? No, SMT Soul Hackers is like its own thing. It's a first person dungeon crawler. And then there's... Digital Devil Saga 1 and 2. And those were PlayStation 2 games? Yeah. So how do those compare to Nocturne? Uh, They're really different. Yeah, you don't fuse demons in that one. It's like a traditional JRPG. You are the demons. Okay. 
And then you've also got the Raidu series. Yeah, tell me about Raidu, because he's showing up in this game, which doesn't make any damn sense. (laughs) So those are more of an action RPG, or rather they play a lot like the Tales games, where you're controlling the demons directly and doing damage. Um, They're also really fun, but they're also really challenging, because like... Did this get an HD remake? Oh no, somebody uprested on an emulator. Okay, sorry, Uh, go ahead. (laughs) Um... They're kind of challenging, though, because you get random encounters like while you're running around in town. Oh, what a shock. And some of the the controls can get a little bit clunky. And that, like, you know, he, he's walking around, like, doing sword swings with zombies, which is fine. But then you get some demons that just, you know, destroy you. And it's hard to do. Um, but they're also really fun games. I, I finished Rido one. I have not finished Rido two, and I'm I I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if either of these games are next on the uh, docket for getting HD remasters, because Rido was a very popular character, and plus in that one you get a talking cat as your buddy. Yeah, named Gato, which yep. means cat. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right. So you have, and then you summon them. He's a devil summoner, so you summon devils as well, right? Mm-hmm. And then you control them directly, and they take yeah. your place. Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's the final boss in Soul Hackers. Goodness. I don't. Or is that just know. an end potential? I can't keep all this stuff straight. It's too much. <laughs> Tell- um, interestingly enough, Demi Fiend is one of the optional bosses in uh, Digital Devil Saga, mm. and he he supposedly is the hardest boss in any JRPG ever created because he's like he he's basically what you are, Chris, in that game. He's like level ninety nine, has max level demons, and can do like insta kills. Hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you about the turtle boss in um. Oh, what was that game that had the crazy turtle boss you had to spend four hours killing? Was that Final Fantasy fifteen? Oh, it might Well, he had they had one, yeah. Never mind. There's been a number of MMOs. Okay, anyway, so there's a lot of SMT games. Because I, I felt like the turtle boss in fifteen was just a damaged sponge that it wasn't really that much of a threat. But I digress. <clears throat> I think we're ready for feedback. I think we are, too. <laughs> so, interestingly enough, our first feedback is from Dog Party. Chris's constant pessimism about everything, including things he hasn't wow. even played or doesn't know about, it gets a little tiring. I'm sorry. Damn. Shit. That's... <laughs> You're getting called out, Chris. What was I being pessimistic about now? Don't be a Arceus. Arceus. Oh. Have you... Right. Yes. I should not be pessimistic. I'm just going to sit here and drink some coffee. (laughs) All right. Because I have nothing nice to say. (laughs) Shaman writes in and says, I will download demos because he's replying to our question of the week. There you go. But if you give me the start of the game and let me apply progress to the full release, I'm more apt to play them. That's how I feel. Um, From Featherhoof, because this addresses me directly. 
question of the week. I used to play demos all the time, mostly because my games between games were extremely limited on my income. Now, though, not so much. I download them out of habit, but very few get played unless I hear by playing them, I'll, I'll unlock some kind of bonus pack or item pack for the full game. Now, correction corner from a Tales fan. Kelly, you are correct in that Tales of Zestria does indeed suck, but you just you do not need to play Zestria to understand Berseria. As a thousand-year prequel, Berseria adds context to Zestria, but stands alone with occasional nods forward that you don't need to understand its story. Just wanting to put this out there because it's my opinion that Berseria is a game worth playing, and I don't want people scared off because they were told that they need to play a crappy game to understand a very good one. Good point. Thank you for correcting me. I'm sorry for speaking there. I just, I honestly couldn't remember if you had to play one to understand the other or not. And why are you looking at a weasel? It's a baby stoat. There's a difference. I thought that they were just weasels. Hmm. Oh, she's just stoat. It's like that. That is incredibly cute, but that's also probably a holy terror. <laughs> um. Sorry, the the cuteness on Chris's we're streams a second, is... We're putting a second stoat in with the other stoat. We have two stoats. Why stoat did you come up? I put this on because I was being too pessimistic. Oh. So I needed something positive on, like baby stoats playing with each other. Because I, I would have suggested going to Kitten Academy, but knowing our luck, Mira was giving birth right now. <laughs> yeah, don't maybe, maybe don't put that on stream right now. <laughs> um, and finally from Kroll I download demos all the time sorry do I play demos almost never there are multiple full games I own that ha I haven't gotten around to playing why would I play a demo that said I do appreciate the option and the odd one does get me I I'm sorry did me putting the negative feedback depress you no I'm not wa paying attention I'm watching the baby stoats so I'm turning the baby stoats off now <laughs> but they're so cute they make me want stoats. Want, oh my gosh, I want stoats. <laughs> I, I've heard that they're pretty, uh, pretty nasty animals, though. Like they're very vicious. What? Yes, most weasels are. But, but we've we are domesticated calling them weasels. I thought. I want an ermine, and I wanted an ermine with. So an ermine is just like a stoat, but I want an ermine with angry eyebrows on it. <laughs> which is heck? oh have you not seen this angry eyebrows ermine angry eyebrows they're the best there's there's one angry eyebrows on your ermines <laughs> you just draw them on with paint <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness yep D does it work with ferrets too i'm sure it does <laughs> It probably works with a lot of things. Because <laughs> we've domesticated ferrets. Isn't that basically just a weasel? Yes. Uh, okay. Let's see if I can find right. angry eyebrows on ferrets. Are, are we done with the feedback? <laughs> yeah. <know. laughs> Our question of the week is what SMT game should Chris play? Is it? No. Yes. <laughs> Pitch Chris on which SMT game he should try. And bonus points if you say Strange Journey, because that's a good game. <laughs> you're, just, you're breaking, you're just seeding it. Yeah. 
I want you to play Strange Journey. Oh, this is a felt doll. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, stream stream only content. Uh, ho, hello. If you'd like to watch stream, uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. At 9 a.m. Pacific, Pacific noon, noon Eastern, Eastern on, on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And you too can see angry eyebrow ermines. <laughs> Is it time for news? Yes. I think it's time for news. Beep, 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 beep. Um, Team 17 is publishing Broken Roads. What's Broken this Roads? Is, it is a post-apocalyptic RPG set in Australia. And I could barely understand the trailer because of the heavy Australian accent in this. Oh, yeah, this ba- it basically, nope. it looks like Wasteland, but set in Australia. That's interesting. That's an unusual um, place for a something to take in. I mean, it makes sense because that's where uh, the original Mad Max was set. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, sorry, I'm distracted because now Vaughn sent me the Stoat video, and I'm like, was he the one that got you guys with this? No, or... I found it was just it's been on my YouTube list to watch for months. Like YouTube keeps okay. suggesting it to me. As like, here's the most popular Dodo video you haven't watched. And it's like, well, that's I don't want to watch it, the baby stoat right now. And this morning, because somebody criticized me for being too negative, the baby stoat seemed like the proper response to it. So I'm like, well. I'm okay, no, stoat. yeah, Vaughn had to find it and watch it after seeing you watch it. So mm. you're. So this Team 17 Broken Roads, this looks like a Fallout game. So, yeah. yep, 2022. And, uh, yeah, developers drop bear bites. So go check out the trailer if you're interested in a new Fallout game sort of thing. Um, We've also got new content for Destiny 2 coming up. Oh, boy. Sorry, Um, I I should... It's the next expansion. Which I'm is not yawning because Destiny Two is is boring or anything. <laughs> I'm yawning like legitimately because I'm tired. But like, that's the appropriate time to yawn. Are you, are you not excited about the Witch King? I the should. Well, it's the Witch Queen first of all, and I should be, and I'm not. Um, I just haven't been keeping up with Destiny, and okay. you know whatever is. I have You're no also... idea what's going on with the story. I'm sure it's great, and you get to shoot things, and the shooting will be really good. Um, you're also going to have a 30th anniversary event for um, Bungie's 30th anniversary, including uh, like doing multiplayer stuff that'll give you rewards about Bungie's history and a 30th anniversary pack. Wait, I mean, I'm excited because I can't be... Think about the baby stoat, Chris. Think about the baby <laughs> stoat. Yes! <laughs> I'm excited about the Witch Queen and the 30th anniversary content in Destiny 2. Chris. It will surely be great. Chris. Yes? Maybe we should move on to the next story. See, I'm always confused I'm about positive. Des- I'm always confused about Destiny because I thought it was a space shooter, but yet it's called the Witch Queen. And there's only storm about... in, there's only so many stories to tell, Kelly. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I I reject the premise that magic and science can't exist at the same time. Yeah, Thor. I know. It just <laughs> it confuses me sometimes. That's all. That's fair. Um action RPG Stray Blade was announced. This is um uh, planned for release in 2022 by 505 and Point Blank Games and Set in a peaceful valley of Arcria that has become a place of war and death, and you control an adventurer. 
And when I watched this, I saw the little goblin thing on the trailer thumbnail, and it's like, do you play as that guy? No. Well, where does that guy come up? I don't even see the little goblin. So, yeah, Straight Blade. Looks kind of interesting. Um, we've also got more DLC coming up for Wasteland 3 called The Cult of the Holy Detonation. Hey, another Fallout-type me- game. Oh, yeah. Wait, it's a it's a storyline about whether or not they're gonna blow up an atomic bomb that didn't blow up. Yeah, we've never seen that in a Fallout game before. Mm, that doesn't sound have, familiar at all, Chris. I don't yeah. know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Have, have, has that. there been a cult that worships a nuke? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that must be a common theme. <laughs> but it's available for six ninety nine or as part of the expansion pass. So I said worship- that, and I'm actually. If you made me name the game, I would be hard-pressed to name it. So maybe I'm wrong, and there's just feels like other stories that have been told. It's really close, if not exactly. Okay, so what's Enclave, and why is it getting a re-release, Kelly? I don't know. Uh, honestly, I can't even remember us talking about <laughs> But we're the being positive. Enclave. I don't know when it came out originally. Um, It's an action RPG. It's a re-release. So they're going to put it out on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. It's Starbreeze Studios Action RPG Enclave. This will be launching this fall and have upgraded visuals, sound effects, and an enhanced soundtrack with over 20 new tracks, which is a third-person action RPG with story two story-driven campaigns where you f- <laughs> you get to choose between light and dark. So there you go. And so if you go light, it's knights, wizards, and druids. If you go dark, it's berserkers, assassins, and goblins. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Um, we've also got the adventure title EX, sorry, e- XEL announced. Excel. This which is it, a sci- it's a voice acted Zelda game, basically. Yeah, and the trailer was kind of humorous with the whole pressing the button and nothing happened. The girl thinking that nothing happening was going on, and then it activated the boss. So um, it follows an amnesiac protagonist named Reed who is shipwrecked on a mysterious planet filled with secrets and puzzles. And yeah, to exactly what they said, it looks like a sci-fi Zelda. So we can look forward to that. Oh, you guys were the ones that were raving about this. Doka V! Doka V! This Doka was in v. the game. The game. Um, what's it? Uh, the Gamescom, Gamescom was this week, yep. by the way. By the way, Gamescom happened. Uh, the Jeff Keighley show had this trailer as like, I think it was the, the trailer that blew everyone away in the show. I'm sure there was everyone has a different answer to that. But like out of nowhere, this Korean game with K-pop comes out where you play as like these idealized cartoonish 12-year-old kids who are flying around on surfboards doing Monster Hunter style monster hunts with giant plastic hammers and magician cat Pokemon that you summon to help you kill the monsters. Also, you can longboard. And if that doesn't explain the game to you, I don't know what to tell you because that's what we got. And you can also fly around with a jetpack and an umbrella. And K-pop plays in the trailer. You should watch this trailer. It looks strange and amazing. And you get into it by the end. I There's no... Kelly? Like, you do magical girl transformations in this game. And then, like, you change your costume. And then you go fight monsters with your bonky hammer. And your your polar bear with punching gloves comes out and helps you. It's amazing looking. The graphics look incredible. There's no way this game lives up to this trailer, right? No. Not a chance. (laughs) But that's pessimistic. So I need to be positive now. (laughs) 
<laughs> the gameplay gives me serious Nino Kuni vibes. If you know Nino Kuni had actually worked out the way it was supposed to, but but also the trailer was so saccharine that it gave me. You diabetes. can ride an alpaca <laughs> and fly I mean, a kite because I... why not? So there's obviously a lot of just random stuff that has nothing to do with like the monster hunting gameplay you could just do. So I don't know what this game really is. <laughs> and maybe it's just a playground game where you do whatever you want. <laughs> I, I guess so. When's this I, come I don't out? Know. Who's putting it out? Where is um, it coming out? Pearl Abyss is the uh, not publisher um, developer. Um, they announced this in 2019, apparently. The release window has not been announced, and it's being developed for PC and unspecified consoles. Which, check this out. The, the game is a creature-collecting open-world title set in a world inhabited by Dokabi, creatures that live alongside humans and gain strength from humans' dreams. Does that mean they eat your dreams, or that does that mean you both get McDonald's together and get happy and that makes them stronger? Probably the latter, right? Oh, and apparently you can download the theme song in original or remix forms yep. from the All right. website. I'm on my way to so. do that right now. <laughs> you have Chris fun really with that. Likes that the music. That song was a little too. You know what it was? It looked like too. It sounded too kids movie trailer for me. So I'm I love kids movie one. trailers. What do you want from me? Um <sighs> and. And darker announcements. Uh, we're getting darker. a new tactical RPG from the Marvel Universe called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. No. Uh, no? Oh. That's Black Inter- Hole Sun. Oh, sorry. And and this trailer had kind of a girl version of Enter Sandman. That so. was just... So I was watching the Next Lander stream when this came on, and like that has a... Uh, some of the former giant bomb guys over there and like alex navarro was like just use the original song and like he's right like why didn't they just license the <laughs> which original is great song? because chris is like oh this is gonna be some baloney down <laughs> down tempo down tempo song of version of this like, song yep it was like, <laughs> 10 seconds and i looked from like oh, you're right <laughs> yeah that's the trend now. Use down-tempoed versions of popular songs. I, I cringed at the Dune trailer when they did that with uh, a Pink Floyd song. So this so. is a um, this is a comic series from the '90s being converted into a TRPG now, with a bunch of Marvel heroes like Doctor Strange and Iron Man, and one of the cooler slash completely less cooler versions of ghost rider depending on your opinion captain america blade who walks around like he's freaking wesley snipe they've got the head tilt that wesley snipes does going on it's like <laughs> they really get they're going for it and um the undead stuff's going on and you you summon some demon and to from the dead to go fight her mother and it's a trpg so that's all we know for now hopefully it'll be good. i won I wonder how XCOM. Wait, is it a TRPG? Be. Do we know it's a TRPG? It's, it says TRPG in the story. Okay, and it's from Firaxis, but then there was like some sort of interview where they said this is nothing like XCOM. So, what does that even mean then? Um, I don't know. I will believe that when I see it. Um, it, it certainly looks more interesting than that than that Marvel game that uh, Squeenix put out. Avengers. Now, yeah. depending on who you ask, Avengers is a good game. So, 
be careful when you say that. Eh. That's all I got for you, though. <laughs> I can't really justify it beyond that. All um, right, so I don't know wait. all these people. We've got Doctor Strange, Lady with Weird Helmet, Iron Man, Wolverine, um, titular character who's the mother or daughter of the demon you're going to kill, Ghost Rider, Blade, Captain America, Lady who's missing hair on the left side of her head, and I think Captain Marvel over here. I I think that's Psylocke. Psylocke? Okay. Yeah, I but think. Do you know who the other wrong. lady over here is? Um, on the left? The one on the left, I think that it looks like Hela from Thor. I know. That's why I'm like, I can't be right. <laughs> well, I want to keep an eye on them, this one, because I do love me some X-Men adjacent stuff. But then again, my favorite X-Men is Gambit, so it might not be. I don't think he's in here. Yeah. Mo- a little too dark. Um, that is not got... Psylocke, says the Mighty Tam in the chat. So, Well, it looked just like her, so you tell me. So what about a game where you can be a muscle-bound man or a horse shooting a bow and arrow? This is called Nobody Saves the World, and it's launching next year by develop- Guacamelee developer Drinkbox Studios. They just took the uh, and, chicken shape-shifting from Guacamelee and just went whole hog, where you, you can transform into like 15 different forms in this game. And including a rat, a, a rat, a rogue, a robot, all the R you words. You saw a magician in there. <laughs> I, I like the egg shooting missiles, personally. Mm. Um, the game has a uh, Invader Zim art style to it, to me. Yeah. That's that's what it gave me vibes of because of the eyeless uh, main character. So it looks fun. It is an action RPG, so run around, shoot things, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. Is it roguelike or just, I guess you just get stronger and or you just have yeah. fabulous abs. And it has co-op, it looks like. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So I, I got distracted by the gameplay. It, it does look really fun. And apparently I need to play Guacamelee at some point. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Wish Josh was here because we've got more Legend of Heroes Kuro no Kiseki games or stuff detailed, including the ability to turn into a monster called Grindel. Because I guess the main character goes under a special um, transformation. And we've got new characters introduced, which nobody on this podcast is going to even recognize. And yeah, more Kuro no Kiseki news, which you can go look at. Do you recognize them? Unfortunately, no. Okay. Just because, you know, the the trail, the tales of, wait, what is, this is the, yeah, the trails of games needed more characters, right? Yeah. That's That's what you were short on there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and, and, And an announcement that Anna and I are both extremely excited for, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX racing worldwide in December. Finally have a date for this. Uh, December 9th, 2021. Don't be willful, Kelly. Um, it's going to contain remastered versions of Monster Rancher 1 and 2 with quality of life features such as d- additional save slots, free slots, Monster Hall of Fame slots, a memo feature to use, rankings for random battles, a high-speed mode. And so anybody does it that matter since the- you can't put a CD in and generate a monster in this version? Does it really matter? Well, it's been reworked so that you can search a database to find CDs. What, what does that mean? I don't know. 
how they're going to do implement that like is you just then it's even easier to just you don't even have to pirate the cd you want for your monster at that point you just mm -hmm. download the monster you want in which case what's it even matter just give us the good monsters I, I forgot this the switch doesn't have a camera does it no okay because i didn't know if you'd be able to like scan the barcode of your cds and that's how you'd be able and to people search. thought they were going to go qr codes originally but the yeah didn't seem like the direction they decided to go i think it should yeah. have been like um require nft tags and that way you've got the barrier just high enough where like making your own nft tags is just annoying enough that not everyone would do it so they could sell their own and then they'd yeah, have something to do there. That would uh, annoy every Apple user on the planet, mm -hmm. but every Android user is like, well, mm -hmm. I got you covered. Yep. It could be, uh, God's... you could use Apple, um, what do they call those? Uh, Air tags. Mm -hmm. Like, see, seeing the trailer of this is giving me memories. Did you guys ever watch the anime of this? No. Was it, it any was, good? It was weird. <laughs> was it like poorly translated, chopped up Saturday morning for kids yeah, translated I, thing? I, I remember it came on after Sonic Underground in the morning on the Sci-Fi channel. And after that was uh, Roughneck Starship Troopers. All right. Here's our, here's the, uh, here we go. Will you gel generate the monster from this CD? Title, Atelier Mururu, Apprentice of Arland, Artist, Koei Tecmo, Generate. And input the keyword of the CD of the monster to be born. Oh my goodness. Select the CD tune of the monster to be born. Yeah, you totally just get to search a database. Because I guess back in the day, they would, um, there were certain monsters that could only be generated by certain CDs mm -hmm. that were like way out of print. Yeah. Well, yeah, so... yeah, yeah. Because like if they'd reprint a CD and it changed like the digital bits at all, it would not imprint port as the same cd so i guess that's a nice compromise the real question is like how deep is this database gonna go well and it can't have are they gonna have like metallica in here or is it just gonna be a bunch of game cds and not music cds like what are like, they doing here like i don't know about you but i listen to weird european power metal so well but like the ones that they would make special monsters of are popular discs in certain regions, right? So are they going to have I, those there? I guess. I remember the Forrest Gump soundtrack being one of them that generated a special monster. It's so weird. Because it's yeah. just not as fun to search it from a database. I know. Like, at least at least have, like, some physical manifestation of the library where, like, you're browsing through the whole database rather than having to type in specifically what you're thinking of because like for somebody new to the whole concept like they know what cds were out 20 years ago that they should be searching for come on mm -hmm. i i was there and i don't remember because i remember bringing my whole damn music collection ago, to my 30 years house. ago how many years ago was this uh it was at least 20 at least don't be but willful yeah, I... They're going to tell you about them, your monster. They're going to tell it not be willful. Trust me. Don't be willful. Um, well, do you want to be a dog or a cat? Uh, I'll be a cat, thank you. Cat, please. Okay. Because um, we've got a new uh, batch of screenshots and stuff for The Good Life, which is that game that where you um, turn into, where the population turns into yeah, a cat You get or to dog. choose if it's, is it is it both in the same mode or do you choose at the beginning what's it going to be? How does that work now? Because they changed sure. it at some point, so I don't know what they're doing now. 
for a while i think you were choosing dog mode or cat mode i don't know if that's how it's going all right yeah well, it doesn't matter anyway so, you, one of those you're changing into at night and then you use it to the info you get at night to solve mysteries during the day and stuff like that so alex says both both now okay um, a debt repayment RPG, and it's a kind of a life sim, and your folk, photographer sent to a small town to. It's a weird game. Secrets. It was kickstarted. Who knows if it's going to work out well? Wasn't this a sweary game? Yep. Okay. We were just talking about this on Backtrack the other day. <laughs> um, and and some like kind of shocking news that no one expected bravely default is launching on steam next week. bravely default too right right which i did not expect a pc release for this but good on them for doing so um it's going to be released on for pc via steam on september 2nd and can be pre-purchased now with a 10 percent discount though i will say i've seen a lot of stores discounting the switch version for like 30 bucks right now is it look so. better on pc or anything um is there is there a technical advantage to getting it on pc if you don't have a switch i guess that's not a technical advantage that's a convenience factor but all right <laughs> i mean Fine. it was it was it was an amazing game so the more people that can play it that don't have access to a switch good on them um i i like I said, it it took them three tries, but they finally nailed how to pace a bravely the game. So, how many times do I need to finish this game to beat the game? Three. Uh, three, three. But there's like increasing amounts of story every time. All right. It's not just like you're doing the same thing. And it's thing not as repetitive again. as it was either. No. Oh no, no. Yeah. Um, they're also going to be releasing the uh, collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend games. Oh, on- bad Game Boy games! Yay! On mobile and PC. Oh, I'm being so- I'm being bad again. Um, I'm so excited to finally get to play these old Game Boy games that I try <laughs> couldn't it, finish Chris. one of, but Stop the other two, it, I need to be positive, Anna. But why Final are we Fantasy- going back and playing these at this point? <laughs> They're okay. All right. Um, I liked Final Fantasy Legend. Final uh, Fantasy Saga. What's it called? Collection of Saga. They're okay. Dash dash RP Gamer. Put that on the box. They're okay. Kelly Ryan RP Gamer. Yeah. They're, Collection they're of Saga. Games. I mean, they're obtuse like Saga games usually are, but they're they're fun to play with in their own right. Um, we've also got uh, Coven and Labyrinth of Galleria heading to Switch in Japan. This oh, wow. Is a sequel. That got, like, backported, basically. Yeah. Yeah, this is a sequel to Legend of Refrain, Coven of Dusk. And I didn't know that it got a PlayStation 4 and Vita version in 2020, and now they're putting it on Switch. Yeah, so this got released a couple of years ago in Japan, got announced for North America earlier this year, and it was PS4 and Switch. And so I guess they are backporting the Switch version. Mm. So I still need to play the first game. And it's coming out when? Um, November 11th, 2021. In Japan. In Japan. When in, are we getting in, in here? Never? Who knows? All right. Hard to not, say. Not announced, not announced for the West. Well, all right. And then finally, Bethesda... Bethesda teased some Starfield locations. This is their um, space Skyrim 
isn't it? Yes. And yeah, we've got a bunch of videos about this. Uh, developer commentary uh, talking about the talking about the capital, the pleasure city, and another capital. And this game is set to be released on November eleventh, twenty twenty two. God, what is it with Bethesda on November eleventh? Um, I mean that's eleven, eleven, eleven is when Skyrim came out. So I, since I then know, they've but been sticking with it. And this is the... like, yeah, wow. <laughs> eleven, eleven, twenty two would be eleven is times two is twenty two. So I know, I know. I just they, they want to make you they... think this is as big a deal as Skyrim, so you should buy it. That's what that's what's going on. And by the way, since we can, we'll also re-release Skyrim ten years later on eleven eleven twenty one, just to really cement it home. So next year, you know, you need to pre-order Starfield, because guess what? Here, guess what, Kelly? I'm gonna I'm gonna be negative again. Starfield won't make that date. <laughs> Look, no release date in the history will ever be as epic as nine nine ninety nine for the Dreamcast, mm. and I will die on that hill. All right. And then finally, we've Skyrim got a was pretty good, though, Kelly. I don't know. I know. I, I played Skyrim. It was a lot of ones. It was a lot of ones. Um, and then finally, we've got a Kickstarter check-in for a Game Boy Color game, of all things, called Infinity. Um, this game, called Infinity, was originally developed from 1999 to 2001 and then got canceled because it was at the end of the Game Boy Color's lifespan. So um, an unfinished version was released as a ROM, and now a team is finishing it up, and they need your money to help finish it up. And um, they plan to release it as a digital ROM file as well as a physical cartridge. P.S. Plus we make really the, like uh, your money. Source, yeah. Plus uh, make the source code, source code available at a later date. Mm. So mm-hmm. it has far surpassed its funding goal and set to run until... Oh, so this is happening probably as much as a Kickstarter yeah. we know is going to happen. Yeah. And for a Game Boy Color game, it actually looks um, pretty neat. Oh, but it's so old looking. What is... Oh, he's got a cape. Okay. Um... I like, mean, why does it look like his flesh is trailing behind him? And I'm like, oh no, because it's a two color sprite and that's his cape. Got it. Haven't, <laughs> haven't a lot of modern games mimic this style, like uh, Anodyne? Mm-hmm. So, looks interesting. Check that out. Well, and th- th- what are they going to do to finish it? Like, what's what are they adding? The new story did not say. Okay, cool. If you want to go crazy on this Kickstarter, you can spend, um, well, it's already gone. The Ultimate Collector's Edition was 380 Canadian dollars, about 302 US dollars. So what you can do now, what's left for you plebs, is 135 out of 150 are left. Um, the Ultimate Backer's Edition for about 187 US dollars, 235 Canadian, where you get all sorts of stuff, including enamel pins. Really, what more do you need than an enamel pin? You know, we need a new tier. What is the lowest tier that gets you an enamel pin? All right. (laughs) 170 US dollars in this one, aka 135. Sorry. 135 US dollars, 170 Canadian dollars gets you an enamel pin. So that's our new new threshold. Enamel pin tier. All right. There you go. Infinity. 
And that is all of the news news. Now we've got release date news. Um, we've got a Scarlet Nexus demo out now for PC and an Everspace 2 demo out now for PC. Everspace um, 2? I didn't What's up with know the, Okay, Scarlet Nexus. Scarlet Nexus was that... Isn't that out on Switch already? That was a PS4 slash PS5 game. Oh, okay. Now it's out on PC or coming to PC. Yeah. Got it. Um, and then Everspace I'm... 2 is the roguelike space thing. Is it roguelike? No, it's just open world space. I can't yeah. keep this straight with Everspace. Am I thinking of a different one that's more roguelike? Nobody um, knows. We've also, got, we've also got Black Geysers, Couriers of Darkness available on early access right now. Black Geyser. What is that? Is this an indie Baldur's Gate-like? Yeah. I'm looking through the trailer. Yeah. It's all story artwork, so I have no idea. So, okay. It's a classic CRPG like Baldur's Gate. Aha! I was right. All right. Cool. Yep. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Mercenaries Blaze hitting the PS4 next week. On Is this like 1st. Mercenary Saga? It's, yeah, it's um, one of the sequels. One of the many sequels. Oh. Um, have you played this, Anna? Is this yeah. new? This is the fifth entry? This is the one that's already out on Switch. Oh, and now it's coming to PS4. Yes, they've been slowly putting them out on Is it going to look any better on PS4? Probably not. Probably not. No, yeah, look at that. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, the Mercenary series has always been Kmart Final Fantasy Tactics. But, but in a good, good way, way, right? Yeah, or, well, yeah, in a very good way. In a good enough way. <laughs> yeah. Oh. In a way... That oh. If you want a tactics RPG, they're on sale all the time and they're decent. Speaking of Kmart to... games, we've got Kmart Breath of the Wild Genshin Impact getting its two point one up. <laughs> I'm sorry, people are gonna be mad. People like Genshin Impact. So I two point one is coming out. Um we've also got Final Fantasy. Wait, wait, I didn't 4. say when. I didn't say when. September first. Yeah. We've gotta say if it's the release date section and we don't say the release date, Kelly, we're messing I... up. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought you did. My bad. Two point one um, is coming out on nine one. There you go. Final Fantasy uh, four. Pixel remaster. Kel Anna, Kelly, everybody. <laughs> it's a new version of Final Fantasy four for us to make work with the randomizer. No? I don't know if they'll be able to retrofit that or not. No. Probably not. Yeah, no. I mean, every time there's a new version of Final Fantasy IV or, like, someone gets interested in a different version of Final Fantasy IV, someone asks in the feedback channel, it's like, can you guys make the randomizer for X version? And the answer is always no. Well, definitely not for the 3DS version, but that should be obvious. Why not? This is out on PC, and I think that... I'm not sure that there's any point to doing it, actually, now that I think about it. What would you gain from randomizing this version? Um, uh, shittier font? <laughs> you can patch that. Are they still having the bad font being chosen by default and they're not fixing it? Is this still yeah. a thing? Yeah. What is going on? Look at these screenshots. Anna, why doesn't it look good? Huh? Why doesn't it look good? Because because square yeah they they already made the best version of final fantasy 4 and it was the psp version oh so okay i don't know why they're doing this um and now we've also got a new world next open beta dates wait September we didn't give the date for final fantasy 4 oh i thought Master. we did no um, we got sidetracked september 8th is when september uh, 8th oh that's soon 
coming That's out sweet. for Steam and mobile devices. What if there's a stealth release? What if the randomizer's in this? What if they put one out, an official I randomizer? Lose. <laughs> it's not going to happen, I know. That would be amazing. Final Fantasy Free Enterprise, now official from Square Enix. Haha, <laughs> Boardface has been working on it the whole time. Okay. Um, right. We've also got the next open beta dates for New World, September 9th through September 12th. Is this the Amazon MMO? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that used to okay. break your video card? Yeah. I guess they've patched that? I would hope so. <laughs> and then um, Chernobyl- Chernobylite console release has been pushed back to September 28th. What is Chernobylite? Was, was this the one that we were giving away codes for? I don't... Oh, I should know I should know that, and I don't. Is this a shooter? Do we cover this? What is this? It's a shooter about Chernobyl, but it's, it's is it not XCOM stalker. or something? It's a survival horror RPG. It says, "Oh, yeah." It recreates the real life exclusion zone using 3D scanning technology and features free exploration, stealth combat, crafting, base building, resource management, and a non-linear story. Releases released for PC in July, and this is the console announcement coming out on September 28th. It's a delay. It was going to be September 7th. So, And then we've got the Sands of Aura blasting into early access on October 21st. Okay. It's a dark fantasy action RPG that puts players in the role of a member of the Order of the Remnant Knights, a group trying to protect what remains of the sand-covered world of Talum Hell. It's a Diablo-like, right? Action RPG? Well, yes. Diablo-esque. Uh, which we need, we need, we, we're not allowed to like Diablo anymore, so we gotta find some. Alright. Uh, early access on October 21st. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. You can, you got it all there. Um, we've got the Waylanders heading to, um, or coming out in November. Yeah. What was the Waylanders? Uh, it's got a castle, uh, and it's got cult areas, and a bunch of empty landscapes, and a dude in his underwear, and, um, then a picture of Jesus on the cross, and then there's a feast, and then a piece of metal being put on someone's arm. The Waylanders. That's what I got out of the trailer. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> what do we call it? You travel up to nine party members as they switch between Celtic and medieval time periods. There you go. It's time traveling, I guess. All right. Spellforce 3. It's a console release for Spellforce 3. It's Spellforce 3 Reforced. Which is coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series XS on December 9th. It'll be 40 bucks, And it has uh, the Soul Harvest and Fallen God expansions coming out on the same day for consoles for 20 bucks, With a complete edition for 60 bucks. Oh, goodness. Why are you doing a, a brand new release of the game and doing the game and the expansion separately? Oh, whatever. Uh, it's a hybrid RTS RPG. It was released for PC in 2017. If you don't remember, which I didn't remember. Did you remember Kelly? No, I did not. I just remember that um, some of us are really looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West. And well, it got you're going to have to wait. Um, coming out on February 18th, 2022. That's a big and, delay. Yeah. Well, nobody thought this was coming out this year, right? Well, I mean, they were still insisting until pretty recently. <laughs> Yeah, but they only announced that date recently, and it's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we were a little 
No. I think we were a little doubtful <laughs> at the time. Everyone should have been. Sorry, I'm being negative again. Um, King's Bounty ah. 2. Okay, so now it's time to start talking about what's out now, right? Mm. Yes. Yes? What came out now? What came out this week? Well, I guess this came out last week? Did King's Bounty 2 come out last week? Yeah, or round, this week? round up is what happens last week. Oh, but nobody played King's Bounty 2. I want to know if it's any good. Um, the reviews are not. Reviews are all over the place. Yeah. All right. Coming out this week, um, that Disgaea thing or that uh, NIS Classics things coming out. So uh, here's the games that are in it that you're going to see: Soul Nomad and the World Eaters for PC and Switch, Phantom Brave, the Hermuda Triangle on the Switch because I think it was already out on PC. Yep. Um, Beyond Mankind, The Awakening, PC, Mac, and Linux, Monster Harvest for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Wait for the review on that one. Please wait for the review on that one. (laughs) Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous, um, PC, Mac, and Linux. Um, That's the follow-up to Pathfinder Kingmaker, which um, I know a number of people say they really like that game. So um, have that on your radar if you're into Baldur's Gate likes or that kind of genre-esque, rather. Um, Kataria Fables, that's the farming one where you're a cat for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Kelly's into that. And Anna Marie, are you going to play that or no? Um, that's going down your backlog. All right. Yep. The Magister for PC, Xbox One, and Switch. Bravely Default on PC. Bravely Default 2, excuse me, on PC. And Mercenaries Blaze for PS4. Also, Titankin Prologue is now available on Steam. It's a prologue for Titankin. <laughs> Um, I don't know about it, but uh, it's now you can you can pay the pro- prologue for ten bucks on Steam right now. It's a Celtic game thing. That's what's out. Um, we've got our uh, editorial section too. We've got a review of Witch Spring Three Refine from Sam Walker. We've got a Chris Tales review from Paul Scarelli. We've got a dodgeball academia review from Alex. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm laughing because um, we gave dodgeball academia a uh, average review. Yeah, and um, one of the devs created a yeah three and a half out of five. So good. One of the devs created a sock puppet Twitter account that ran around yelling at our reviewer and every mention we did of the review and every other reviewer that gave it a quote-unquote bad score and then that account promptly got terminated oof um we've also got a review of enderloys from gabriel malaclasa which i i was curious about this game wait wait, i just noticed something um well okay ender lily's got what did it get it got a three and a half out of five so that's good and dodgeball is three and a half out of five chris tales only got a three out of five correct oh no you were looking forward to that eh? i know but it's got some issues oh uh it's here's here's the interesting thing is i think honestly most of the chris tale issues could be fixed with patches okay but will it Right, that and and that is as always the question. Okay. And we've also got a Fantasian Part Two impression from Jason. Yeah, Fantasian so. Part Two review coming when he comes back from vacay. And I'm sure we'll get impressions of Fantasian Part Two from Josh when he's back on the show in a couple. Yes. Weeks. <laughs> oh, making me want some sort of Apple device and hope that this goes to something else. I'm sure we'll eventually, right? I hope so. All the other ones have. (laughs) Has anything stayed exclusive? Yes. What? 
I don't want to say. Oh. What? You don't want to say, but Move it on. has stayed exclusive? Okay. She's so cryptic. I'm yep. glad you're getting out of the video game industry. <laughs> Can't take this anymore. <sighs> Thanks, everybody. I think uh, it's time to ask what you're going to play this week. Kelly. I'm going to finish up Neo World Ends with you. Anna Marie. Uh, the, the World Ends with you, I hope. Oh, I'm going to be streaming Hades. Oh. Because I played Hades last Sunday, and people like thought it was amazing, and I screamed a lot and died it's so fun when you scream playing games especially games you think you're no good at and it turns out you're better than me (laughs) and i have passed where chris got to in not that i'm any good at games after like like, three hours (laughs) sometimes you put these games up like oh that's a game for you chris not for me and it's like anna you're better at this game than i am so where do you even say that (laughs) tam tam in the chat you said bad words anna (laughs) i did say bad words Uh, if people want to follow you, where do they do that? Uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. When do you stream? I stream, <laughs> in theory, I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Um, and then I stream uh, Sunday mornings as soon as uh, Scar is done. Scar starts at like 8 a.m. Eastern. So I start around 11 Eastern, there 12 Eastern. Um, I will continue to play Nocturne. I'm going to finish that up, I hope, this week. We'll see. Kelly, what about you? Oh, um, I mean, I already said Neo World Ends oh, you with did. you, but right, I've also, right. I also want to start something up on the Switch, and I might very well start up Hades. Hey! Yay! Hades for everyone! The Hades, it's the Hades Club. Huh. So, sorry, uh, this, this just in, Pascal just released his uh, Disguise 6 review and gave it 8.5 out of 5. Oof! Ouch. <laughs> I understand where he's coming from. I don't know that I'd agree with the enjoyment I've gotten in the game, but I absolutely understand how you calculate that score, given how that game works. I, I love that both in his pro column and his con column is the game plays itself. Yep. No, that and that, <laughs> that needs to be there. Yeah. <laughs> it's great and terrible at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't wait till next week to get this in. Just because it, we were talking about it pre-show on Backtrack, and he was just like, Kelly, I'm like, wh- what's with this game? I'm like, I know. It, it's crazy. I know. I know. But, but the game plays itself. I know. You don't Chris have to it. have it play yourself. You can but choose no not to. there's no reason not to. Yeah. <laughs> there's no reason not well, to. Well, uh, let me put it this way. Maybe you should not have it play itself if you just want to experience the story but and that's it. Mm-hmm. But do play itself if you want to actually grind up for endgame stuff because it's intended to use that system because otherwise the grinding would take too long. Yeah, that's true. I Not that it doesn't that. take long, but like it does it without you committing the time in front of the Switch. So like, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, I also just noticed that, yes, Bravely Default 2 for the Switch is 30 bucks on Amazon if you don't want to... If you want to save some money and don't dun, wait for dun, 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 I don't know. Is that the Bravely Default theme? I don't know. It's close enough. Yeah. If you don't want to wait for the Steam version and play, pay full price. Well, you're going to have to wait for a ne- new episode of the show till next week because we're done. Yes, I need to go get some lunch. If you'd like to contribute, answer the question of the week, which SMT game should I play next? Which... I- <laughs> 
who knows what year that'll be. Um, maybe SMT5 this year if we're real lucky and it turns out that game's good. Uh, right into the show thread. That's where we like stuff to be now. Go to rpgamer.com. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Are we done? Are we done? Yep. All right. Stoats. Stoat. Angry Ermines. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.